From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What is The Briefing Room? It's a behind-the-scenes look at how the criminal justice system works and the lives of the people within that system. If you love true crime, well, these are the real people who do the job every day of making sure justice is served. Hi, I'm Detective Dave. I'm Detective Dan. Together, we have decades of experience in local law enforcement, a profession that we think is often misunderstood. So we're going to explore how to do it right, and we won't shy away from when it's done wrong. These are stories you'll hear nowhere else. Unique, frank, and unvarnished. From the team that brought you Small Town Dicks, this is The Briefing Room. Episode 1 drops on August 30th. We'll meet you in The Briefing Room. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com And welcome back to Little Cuts, our weekly mini-sode where we dig into the things that we've been watching recently. I'm Terry. And I'm Mary Beth. And I'm suing that because this episode is coming out, I think, two days before my wedding. And this episode is a, diff- a little bit different because we're recording it ahead of time because I'm getting married. And we, this week, instead of talking about what we've been watching, we're going to be talking about all things Halloween and Halloween traditions and putting together our recommendations for Halloween watches for all of you. Yeah. Heck yeah. Something a little different, um, but a little fun. A little different, a little fun. Easy I have a boo- to, I, I got, to get. I brought my boo bucket. I went to McDonald's today because I was sad and thought I need to get a boo bucket just to say I got one. And I got one. And a really gross hamburger. It's so cute. It's a dumb little bucket. But Jesus Christ. It is, but... friend is just giving me so much serotonin. Oh, I could just put my little squishmallows in it. Oh my oh. gosh, you could. <laughs> Halloween. Anyway. <laughs> and look, this squishmallow is a cat in a pumpkin. Oh, so cute. Uh, and that has been so Mary Beth's Halloween merchandise corner. Um, 
where physical things bring her a small modicum of joy. Um, anyway. So, so for, the, for the month of for the month of October, do you have any like October traditions that you do throughout the month at all? So you so okay. So this this year has been very different for October for a lot of reasons. Um, this yeah. is my second October in this job, but also I my wedding is this month. So this October I haven't done a lot of the traditions I usually do because Steve and I usually will go to a pumpkin patch, okay. and we will go. We, there's a specific pumpkin patch near where we live that has like a pick your own pumpkin situation, and mm. then this cute little barn where you can buy like apple cider donuts, and I'm obsessed with apple mm. cider donuts. So that's usually what we do every, at least that every year. And like, I mean, I try, oh, also another tradition for, I, with my friend who isn't a huge horror person, but we watch Over the Garden Wall, the okay. Cartoon Network series. Um, Is that the the one that has like the gif of the pumpkin carving a pumpkin? Is that from that? It's I've not seen it. Really, it's not scary, but it's like autumnal vibes to a T and it mm-hmm. takes place like on and around Halloween. So it is an incredible watch, and it's like something fun that I can watch with my very good friend who is not a horror person whatsoever. Um, those are the big ones for me, and like you know, it's always it's always horror. It's hard to say like I watch horror movies because I'm always watching horror movies, so it's not like anything new. But it definitely is a time of year that I am typically trying to get. I usually host at least one movie night during October. Um, if it's not on Halloween, it's like in the month where I try to like program a movie marathon with friends yeah. who like, who aren't horror people, but can still enjoy mm-hmm. it. So, so yeah. What about you? Yeah. So, um, we have a, a pumpkin patch nearby called Vala's and I don't go there a whole lot. Um, a lot of my friends, um, will do that and they'll bring me cider donuts because it's, oh. it's very similar. Like it's this big pumpkin patch. They have like a pumpkin cannon, which I think is very wasteful that they shoot pumpkins out of. They have little have I told you haunted house about my experience with pumpkin cannons. No. Is this like derailing that this might be too much of like a weird personal story to derail. You can't bring the, Oh, uh, is it? If, no. if you want to talk about it, you should because really? uh, I'll do really quick. So I used to. You can't just drop it and then walk away from that. I used to work <laughs> for Discovery Channel and the Science Channel and Animal Planet, and there was a show called. It was like a show. It's an event called Pumpkin Chunkin, where a bunch of hicks in in Delaware and like the tri-state area around here would build pumpkin trebuchets, cannons, and shit to fire pumpkins and to see who would like win best pumpkin cannon. Mm. So I was a digital producer. I went to the event one year to cover it and get a bunch of like digital content. So I was doing interviews and photos and video. And the last day that we were there, it was like one of the last can, it was one of those like air cannons. And we were like all gathered around it because it was like this big air cannon. It went off and it exploded. And, um, and I was there and a chunk of it came off and hit someone in the head near me. And we all thought she was dead. So oh, shit. I, was, I was also with the Mythbusters when this happened. Like, <laughs> like, uh, and it wasn't like, it wasn't um, the two main guys. It was Carrie and Grant. But yeah, I was with those, those three Mythbusters. And uh, that was the last time that event ever happened. And I had to go to a lot of therapy and I still can't hear exploding noises. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. I just heard Pumpkin Cannon. I was like, take it back. <laughs> That's my first job. Wow. 
wow. my first like professional job. Jesus. Anyway, haunted houses. So yeah, so like people would go there. I don't typically go there, um, but it's it's fun when when we do. But one of my things that I used to do all the time, and I haven't since COVID. And I want to get back into it this month has just been, I don't even know where this month went. Like, I cannot believe it's already the 19th that we're recording this. But um, I used to love to go to haunted houses. And um, there's one in the area that has been here, I think, pretty much the amount of time that I've been in Nebraska. And it might have been here longer called Mystery Manor. That is this, like, it is in an old house that like has been converted into this. The house is supposedly haunted. They change it up every year. The big thing is at the very top of the house, there's a slide to go down to get out of the house. Uh, there's just like, it's, it's fun, good, creepy fun. And I'm really sad that I haven't been there back to it um, in probably four years or so, but uh, I love going to haunted houses. So. <laughs> you don't, do you? Not. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. So I like, I there are some cool like, like Mark Markov's haunted forest is around here, and there's some cool stuff like Field of Screams is around here too. But the problem that I find with going to haunted houses is they are so crowded and mm. so expensive now that it's like I get frustrated with that. With that, like I would rather spend the money going to Hollow like at hor- like ha- Halloween Horror Nights at that point than like fifty bucks to go through like a haunted maze that lasts five minutes. And that's not to like diss the people who work on it. I know they take a lot of work, but uh, like the stuff around here, especially, just like is very expensive for like very little reward. But I also hate getting sick. <laughs> I am a scaredy fucking cat in real life. Like I will watch the most depraved shit on my television screen, but when you put me in a haunted house, I am a baby child. <laughs> so are most of my friends. Like, like most of my friends, like they'll humor me if they want to go. Like I have a couple that, that will go, but like Cass, my roommate, she hates haunted houses. And I was like, but would you go? I'll go with the right people. Went? Like I'll go with the right people. And like, I don't mind being scared. I think that, I think what's so easy with horror movies is it's, like, concentrated in front of my face. But, like, in haunted houses, like, people just, like, jump up behind you and, like, are all yeah. around you. And I am very much a kind of, like, needs to be hypervigilant person in public. <laughs> do And I just, like, it's just a lot. Like, it's overwhelming mm-hmm. for me. But they're fun. They, they can't, And I, I also fun. haven't gone to one in a long time because of COVID. And I just, like, haven't felt safe going to one. There's one here I really want to try that's, um, I forget what it's called, but it's like a 40 minute mile walk through like forest oh, that goes through cool. like, like there's attractions along the way that I think you go through, but it's like a whole mile thing and it takes like 40 minutes to go through. That sounds, see, that sounds cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Like there is a couple things around here that like are interesting, but it's expensive and they only last about 10 mm-hmm. minutes or less. And like, that's just right. frustrating to me where I'm just like. Oh. You're in line for an hour and a half for Yeah, exactly. The lines are so boo. long and it's just like I know I sound like old man yells at cloud, but just like No, I get I it. No, just with Halloween like so much shit going on in Halloween, I'm like, oh, there's just like other things I want to do than stand in the cold in line in the cold and then do this thing for ten minutes. I also that's also where I live too. Like I think it's just the what I have access to is not as good mm-hmm. as other places. But yeah. So cool. but then do you have any like Halloween specific traditions like on the day of Halloween is there anything that you like to do Yeah um one of the things that I 
I love to do is, well, and I have done pretty much every year, is watch Trick or Treat. Oh, cool. Uh, I just, I love that movie. And ever since it's come out, it is, I mean, spoiler, it's going to be on my list. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I watch, I watch that movie every, every Halloween, pretty much. Um, there's been a couple times where I've thrown a party. Um, one time we did, I did throw a costume party and um, my costume was a zipper face. Uh, did you do the whole creation. like? Glued the zipper yeah, on your the face. Yeah, the zipper comes Fuck down and yeah. it comes opens up down by my mouth Hell and it's just like you yeah. know gore and stuff inside. Um, that and that was fun, but like typically, uh, I mean, once in a while I like to carve a pumpkin. Um, I don't always, but for the most part, it's just I love to watch. I'll watch movies. Um, in particular, I'll watch Trick or Treat, which fantastic. I'm um, you know, after I get back from your wedding on the thirty first. We're going to see Trick or Treat in a movie theater. It'll be my first time seeing it in a movie theater. Wow. It's playing on on Christmas, on Halloween. <laughs> and so I'll be seeing it in the movie theater. And so I'll be keeping that tradition alive this year as well. That's so exciting. Yeah. What about you? I know this year's a little different, but what about you? What, so, what normally? Well, this year's going to be very different. I'm getting married on the October 30th. And I was talking to Steve. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I won't have, we won't have anything to do on the 31st. Like, yeah, except for clean up and, like, get our asses home. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because usually every Halloween, I'm doing a movie marathon where, like, I'm watching movies all night. And usually it switches up. Like, I'm not, but I'll usually pick a theme or, like, pick a franchise or something. Like, I've been trying mm-hmm. to use especially um, quarantine Halloweens as a way to, like, catch up on franchises that I'm behind on. But I I have a pretty close-knit group of friends around here that someone usually throws a Halloween party. So I usually okay. go to that, and that's, like, my annual Mary Beth drinks too much and looks like an idiot. Like, last year I was Lady Dumbatrask. I love costumes. So I was Lady Dumbatrask last year. And I walked around with long nails smoking a joint, and I was like, I have never and will never be so cool. Um, that is so cool. But so I like I, a lot of my friends, even if they aren't huge like horror people, they love Halloween. So we o- we mm-hmm. always have a costume party. Um, since okay. I've gra- almost every year since I've graduated from college, I've gone to a costume party either the weekend of Halloween or on Halloween. Like love that shit. But Halloween day, ever since high school, it's always been movie marathons. Like I had best friends in high school where we would all, no matter the day of the week, we would all go to her one of my friends' house with a big TV and rent a bunch of blockbuster movies and watch movies. So it's always like oh, yeah. it was always that. So it's always watching horror movies. It just depends on what I'm feeling that year. But so since you you mentioned that you do like you love costuming, what what has been your favorite costume? Was it Lady Demetresque? Is that? Oh fuck! I let me think. Because so like I even went to a college. So when I went to college, we had something called Hallow Greens because like the ma- the main area where all the seniors lived is called the Greens. There's all townhouses. Mm. So like the Halloween party would be like just a massive party there. And everyone would wear a costume. Like, it was just expected that you wear a costume. And I've always been, I've always handmade costumes since I was a kid. So, like, I've always, so, yeah. So, like, when I was little, my favorite costume I ever had, I think, like, of all time, was I had this fish costume where I had this big bulbous head and little, like, hand fins. And I wore it in kindergarten. And it was so cute, but, like, definitely kind of ugly, and all of the girls were like, my my fuck my fucking kindergarten bully was a black cat, and she's like, I'm a cat, I eat fish, and I was like, Oh God, fuck you, I'm a fish. <laughs> Love, and I was also a costume repeater, so if I like, 
I should have known I had OCD mm. at a very young age because I would like hyper fixate. So I'd be a, I was a vampire like multiple years in a row. I Me was too. Princess Amidala from um, uh, Phantom Menace multiple years in a row, like full face makeup, like white face, Holy the lip. Shit. I had like an outfit. Um, I really loved Nightmare Before Christmas, so my mom and I made a Sally costume where we like hand sewed stuff on, and I did the makeup. <sighs> Fuck, I just love Halloween. Like, I loved it. I love, always loved it. But I think, like, Lady Matresque was a really good one because I was just, it was, like, so simple, but everyone knew who I was, and, like, that was just absolutely incredible. But I will say, the one year that I was Ramona Flowers, I was very happy with that outfit. Aww. And that was the, that was me and Steve's first Halloween, and he dressed up as me for Halloween because his costume didn't show up in time, so he dressed as me because we had the same glasses prescription. So we could wear my glasses and wear my clothes, and everyone knew exactly who he was at a very specific oh, aesthetic in college, and everyone knew, like, what I dressed like. So, yeah. Aww. <laughs> That's so sweet. I love Halloween costumes so fucking much. I think about my Halloween costume all the time. Like, I'm almost bummed this year that I don't get to wear one. But, like, I'm calling Bride a Halloween costume for me because it's, like, very femme. And I am not, like, if anyone has seen me, I'm not, like, the most femme person. And I'm excited, but it's going to be very much a costume. So it'll be interesting. But what about you? Like, what are you a big Halloween costume person? Were you a big Halloween costume person? I mean, I was as a kid. Yeah. Um, even though it was like I, I, I mentioned this before when we talked to Utaka that um, growing up in Alaska for like yeah. elementary school, where it's like it's really hard to be scary. I wanted to be scary. Every costume I wanted to be terrifying, but it was really hard to do that when you are wearing big ass gloves, a giant winter coat, snow pants, snow boots. And sometimes uh, a hat, like a, a hoodie on because it's so fucking cold and wet and snowy. So it was hard to be scary. But like my favorite one was there's this mask. And I don't I think I don't think masks are as as nice. Like the 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 uh, spirit Halloween masks, I don't think are as cool as some of the masks that I was able to get in like the 80s. And it was like the skeleton mask that had like wild ass white hair and it had like a neck plate. So it could oh. go down into your shirt, so it looked like your 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 body the the skeleton continued under your down from your neck, and that was my favorite my favorite mask. I loved that as a kid. Um, but yeah, I don't really have as many opportunities to uh, my friends. I don't think are really big on you know doing costumes and stuff. So okay. I don't. The one time I threw that party and I was zipper face was probably. My favorite moment, just because like that was makeup that I that I did. Nikki, Nikki, my best friend Nikki helped me, and we managed to like pull it off, and it looked really cool. But that's so cool. Yeah. My I now my friends are having babies, and so now I can make them put them in cute costumes for my my own <laughs> benefit. Um, <laughs> Do you dress up your animals, your cats? Oh, uh, they won't let me. I would you dream if they did of it constantly. Okay. But they I, they don't like like they don't like the idea of it, and I don't push them just because I'm like it doesn't matter. Like there's no there's no need for this. Like I I'm very anti costumes on pets. Yeah, it's like it just zucchini won't do it, and I'm just like it doesn't. It's not fucking worth it. Like it's not. So though I don't do costumes on my pets. Cass dresses up her dog, and it's cute. It's, but I'm yeah. like, and it's funny because it's like oh yeah, Halloween decorations. I'm like this is literally like behind me all year round. Like my uh-huh. my house is just a Halloween decorate at least Halloween decorations all year. It's very funny. Yeah, we bought Sam last year as like a a lamp, and it's downstairs, and it's just been sitting out. 
like Halloween stuff, if it goes out, it's just going to sit there. Yep. And it'll be interesting I, I, about like what Steve and I will do for our like anniversary stuff around Halloween because our wedding anniversary is October 30th. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. I know. All right. But speaking of like Halloween nights, let's 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 start to create if we were going to have a movie marathon, what would we do? So um, what would be your first what would be your starting film, Mary Beth? OK, so my starting film is The Blair Witch Project. Okay. And I know it's like, it's like, you seem like you're starting off with a bang, but I think because it's kind of a little bit of a slow burn and it takes, it's got mm. some, a lot of good daytime sequences. I feel like it's a really good movie to watch at the beginning of a movie night, especially if it's like you're watching it in like late afternoon into the evening as the sun is starting to set. And I think it's a really good mood setter. And I think I started a couple movie, th- movie marathons like this and I always really like it because it gets you in a scary, in a scary mood and it kind of sets that tone but i do think still kind of eases you into it a little bit like it is really it's scary but it's not like horrific and so that that's the one i like to set at the beginning for me what about you yeah that's that's a good one because like for me i was thinking a lot of my friends i mean it sounded like when you were talking earlier the same with yours like a lot of my friends um i have some that are very big horror fans but i have some that aren't and so if I were to make, if I'm looking at this as like a, a marathon that I would try to get a lot of friends to go to see and then slowly start to like ratchet it yeah. up a bit. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> but uh, so th- I'm, I'm going to start because I, I was like, I want to I always want to include some kind of like queer representation. And maybe this isn't the most aged well queer representation, but the Rocky Horror Picture Show okay. is a movie that I love to watch. Okay around this time and it's funny it has a lot of music people are going to start drinking and you sort of like ease them into getting into the spooky feeling and so this is one because like the other thing is is like when i'm thinking about halloween movies i'm not looking to like absolutely terrify people although there is one choice that will probably do that but i'm i'm more about like to have a big party and just have fun you know what I mean? Yeah. So starting off with Rocky Horror Picture Show, starting it very, very low key, nothing, nothing spooky, just fun, singing, dancing, some queerness. Uh, Tim Curry looking incredibly hot. I'm here for it. Yeah. To 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 be perfectly clear or honest about my my list, I have made my marathon in the in like a vein of like mostly you're going to be watching it. These will not be on in the background. I want to make oh, this same. clear because I just thought like, oh, I have been to parties where people put movies on in the background. Like, no, this is like marathon center. No, party. we like, are watching sitting movie. down and watching it. Okay, cool. That's what I thought too, but I just want to make this clear for the audience. Yes. <laughs> but um, the next one I have on here actually, because I, I try to put some like recent horror in my marathons to expose people. And I actually put the Andy Baker tape because I think okay. that this movie is... I think accessible for people who aren't like super into horror because it's not like super mm-hmm. scary. I think it's really interesting found footage. I think it's easy to kind of watch and you can chat a little bit over it if you want. Yeah. Um, but I also I just think that this is one of those movies that I, I want more people to see. And I think it's good for this kind of environment, especially if there are people there who aren't super into horror. and can kind of expose them a little bit, but also have this kind of fun, different food focus horror i again like i just like putting contemporary horror in here and exposing people to some new stuff and i think that this one is like a perfect movie like a 
beginning of a movie marathon like ooze easing you into the mood and i know it's like hard yeah. i know it's always hard to follow the Blair Witch project especially if found footage but i think like that juxtaposition of tones is a really good way to get you kind of moving into some of the other i put scary shit on here for people like i was just like throwing people into the I'm, it's like people will thin out as the night progresses and the people <laughs> yeah. that are left at the end will be very excited but yeah what about you what's your number two so um, my second one is also kind of a contemporary pick. Um, it is, and this one was like a, a recent addition to it because I was originally, when I was originally starting to think of the list, I was going to include Hocus Pocus on here, uh-huh. but I was like, no, we're not going to, no, that one's played out. We're not going to do that. Um, so I went with Werewolves Within. Oh, cool. Because again, okay. we have comedy. It's funny. It's not particularly scary. There's um, some gore. There's you know some fun kills. It's a mystery. I think it it captures your attention. It's paced really well. Uh, fantastic performances. He was on our show last year. Josh Rubin, <laughs> love him. Um, but like I, I think that it's a fun. It, it's what I think about when I think of Halloween. Fun, spooky, um, entertaining movies. And this one I think is a good second starter to start to like get away from like the kind of silliness of Rocky horror and going into something a little bit more spooky and starting the knife out knife out. My God, starting the night, the night out on us on a, like a fun low key note. I like that. So that would be my second. Cool. So what would be your third? Sorry. I saw you from across the bar and liked your vibe looking for a third. I'm so sorry. Um, my brain is just free associating with everything but um so this is where i'm gonna start going into like the scarier stuff but so in my head the third movie is about when people start getting like hungry for dinner and when you might order Mm. like some pizza or something like that Mm -hmm. so you want a movie that a lot of people have seen so you can have something on while you're maybe ordering food or waiting and kind of like but this is the transitional period this is where we start moving into the spooky shit so this so here in the third slot for me i have the thing John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Which is a movie that a lot of people have seen or are familiar with. And there are moments that are quiet that you can kind of like, you know, have your conversations, order food, but then you have your set pieces, like these creature Mm -hmm. feature gory moments that are like practical effects, smorgasbord. And I think it's a great, I mean, again, like people who are not into gore probably aren't going to be like a huge fan of this, but, and like, you know, eating during gore is always a, a choice that but it's a choice i've made and i think that this is like a good kind of transitional movie into the last two that i want to i would want to show people like this year but yeah the thing is my kind of like center and it's like to me that's like this all the centerpiece screening it's the one where like everyone who is there will probably enjoy it regardless of where they fall on the horror spectrum they can at least appreciate it so that kind of is where i put that what about you that's it. Well, that's a good Halloween movie too. It's like that is, it's, it's fun. It's spooky. It's gross. Like that is that's that fits that vibe that I want from Halloween too. Absolutely. We just watched it last weekend. It's just such a good fucking movie. Um, it's your third. So my third is again we're going to amp up the spooks a little bit more, um, but we're going to go with the autopsy of Jane. Oh, good. Oh, that's a good one. Because again, it's spooky, it's paced really well, 
it's um, we're getting to the point where like I want to try to tighten those screws a bit before we get to the next movie, which is sort of like the the centerpiece of horror for for the night. Um, I think I think the Autopsy Jane Doe is just a fun, spooky movie. I, I love the mystery behind it. Um, I love trying to figure out what's going on with with the body, and it just great performances, some great scares, nothing too graphic and gory. There's a couple moments, but for the most part, it's just amping up that spookiness and that kind of fun association I I kind of bring with Halloween of like just ghosts and spookies and weird things happening and jump scares. It's just like that's the kind of fun type of movie that I that I lean into when I when I when I'm thinking about Halloween. I need so to rewatch that because that's a good movie. It's got some good. It has some good scares in it too. It does. Like it's got, yeah, Emil Hirsch. There are moments that will probably send people out of the room, but like it's 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 good, and I think it sort of is starting to again amp things up for the next film for me. So okay, so this slot for me is like the scary scary movie. Yeah. This is like the movie for people who want to be scared and people who want to leave can leave. So at this spot, <laughs> I have a movie that I try to watch pretty close to Halloween, if on Halloween every year, The Strangers. <laughs> okay, wow. All right. I, look, yeah. you're coming to a Mary Beth McAndrews Halloween movie marathon. <laughs> I'm going to be nice to you for a little bit. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. say, fuck you. Um, <laughs> this is what it's like being my friend. Anyway, um... <laughs> This movie is just lean, mean, and so scary. And I think, especially if you're with a group of people who are willing to, like, buy into it and, like, not laugh their way through it. Because mm-hmm. um, I have friends who try to... Like, I people, I know people react to fear differently and they laugh, but I'm just like, please stop. But I think it's just a really good, scary movie to watch. Especially if you're watching it in someone's house, not an apartment. Mm. It's just... Mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect way to, like really fuck with people's heads on on Halloween. What about you? Um, so I am also just going to go for the jugular with this one, and we're watching the Evil Dead remake. Hell yeah! Oh, that's ha- that has, like, Halloween written over it in bright red. Uh-huh. Look. So we're, we're amping up the gore. We are, we're watching the unrated cut, by the oh, way. Oh, God. So we are... <laughs> we're amping up the gore. We're having like full on self mutilation, chopping off arms, blood, bloody tongues, face getting ripped off, blood raining from the sky. We are just celebrating all things spooky. And I am probably sending a couple of my friends. They're like, okay, I'm done for the night. And, but we are, we're doing it. We are just going to go for that jugular and just drench the room in blood because Again, this is a movie that I I think of with Halloween because it is spooky, it's gnarly, it's gross, it's it's just a lot of fun. Um I watched that, we watched that recently, and it is such a good Halloween movie. That movie is just gross and fucked up. And again, like the perfect movie to be like, all right, have all the people who like don't like gore and scares left. All right, cool, like let's uh-huh. let's let's get let's it just, going. Let's rev up those yes. chainsaws. And I have to say, um, I watched the uh, the 4K Blu-ray that just came out. Um, I watched that with the uh, the unrated cut on that, and it just it looks so pristine and beautiful. Blood. It's so good. So much blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So goopy. And so. All right. So what are you ending closing out your movie marathon with? 
our movie marathon is an incredible Midnighter vibe movie called Barbarian. Oh, yes. I decided, yes. again, like, it is out this year. Yep. On a, Is it HBO Max? HBO, HBO Max will be out next, next well, week. Next week, it. it'll be out in time for, like, for October. It'll be out in time for Halloween. This is, like, the perfect punctuation. It's the perfect kind of, like, a little bit more fun from The Strangers, giving you a little bit more, like, it's still fucked up, it's still weird, but it's giving you a little bit more kind of entertainment rather than just pure, mm-hmm. like, pure draining of your emotions. It's got a little bit more sadistic fun to it. And I think it's the perfect way to end a Halloween movie marathon. Like, it, you'll laugh, That's a great you'll choice. scream, you'll cry. Like, it's mwah, perfect midnighter. Um, you'll want to kick John Lung and John Lung? John, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the fuck? Why is that so funny? <laughs> I don't know. John Lung. <laughs> John Lung. <laughs> Justin Long. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John <laughs> Long. What the fuck, Terry? My favorite part about editing is when like there's these long swaths of silence, and I'm like, what is even is that? And then I listen to it. It's just us laughing at stupid shit. And no one, if you don't watch the videos, you don't understand how I cut out a lot of that because it's it sounds boring. But if you're a patron, well, and there's there's times where we both are like silently laughing. <laughs> And so, like, it sounds like if you're listening to the audio that the joke just fell flat, but we are just, like, face screwed up and not laughing. That's why the videos are so important, I think. Because <laughs> a lot of our laughs are not, like, loud. It's kind of just, like, uh-huh. silent screaming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Because, like, I honestly, when Mary Beth, like, gets hit really hard with a laugh, she, no sound comes out of her. She just, like, jumps back and her face is screwed up and, and like, like, there's a, no sounds coming out. When a baby is really upset and they don't cry, they just do the silent scream, I'm like that with laughter. Uh-huh. And so there are times, literally, when I'm going back and embedding something, is like, Mary Beth laughed at this, but there's no sound. <laughs> no, and it's like, oh, that's right. It's just her buffering. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so you get to kick Justin Long in the face, or to want to kick Justin Long in the face with this movie. That's great. That's a great. That's a great finale. I think so. What about? I'm coming over. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your finale? I mean, I sort of spoiled it earlier. It's Trick or Treat, <laughs> yeah. and like the reason why Trick or Treat's gonna be the last movie because Evil Dead has terrified you. It's gory. Some people. For, for those that aren't necessarily horror fans, it might be like at the very tail end and they're like, I am going to have images in my head. So we're going to go with something that is still a little spooky, a little scary, but celebrates the season so well and is a horror comedy and sort of like gently lets people out into the world. So I think Trick or Treat, it's one of my favorite films. I have to watch it, like I said, every Halloween. I'm so excited to watch it this year in the, th- in the theater. But it's just, I just think it's such a smart, fun anthology film where each of the segments builds on each other. I love the format of it where they sort of crisscross and it's like a town as opposed to short films that aren't necessarily tied together. There is like a whole unifying theme. It's written by one person. So it's like you're getting a whole movie just in different segments. And it's kind of has like a little bit of like a Tarantino-esque feel to it where the plot is told out of order sometimes. And so you start to like pick things together and and figure out what's going on. It's fun. It's funny. It's a little scary. It's just, it's a great time. And it's a Halloween tradition that I 
never will never stop doing so hell yeah that is what we're ending the night on yeah i fucking love this movie i need to rewatch it actually i watched it in a bit but i i just i fucking love all the images from it i mean like anna paquin is a werewolf bus full of kids i mean sam is an icon brian cox in it getting it's just it's such a good movie and i'm excited that we're getting a second one hopefully it will Mm -hmm. be just as good as this one but um yeah this movie is something pretty special quintessential halloween movie i love that neither of us put a halloween michael myers movie on our list it's just too predictable and what's predictable it is you'll listen on um the next episode that might not be my favorite movie i actually had forgotten about that and then you reminded me god damn <laughs> forget um, forget <laughs> well so that listeners has been our special halloween episode um thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening i'm gonna be married soon i'm uh, gonna keep saying it until it happens so i can maybe make myself it's realize wild. it's real um but we want to hear from you after you've heard from us. Oh, did I forget something? We first need to say what we're. Oh God damn it! This is what happens when I don't have a script in front of me, and we change. Do we change format? Change format. Before we talk about that, Terry, what are we? We're getting back to horror comedies next week for little cuts. Back to our usual programming. So, what movie are we watching next week? We are going to go with 2011's Detention which is a movie I've seen once and I remember very little about. I know a lot of people on the internet love it. Um, and you've never seen it, I've right, I've never Mary seen Beth? it. I've wanted to watch it, and now I'm going to. I'm very excited. It's got a baby Joss Hutcherson. I'm really excited it, right? to watch it. Baby Joss Hutcherson. Yeah, cutie patootie. Cutie patootie. Um, but listeners, oh. did I forget something again? <laughs> and who are we talking Jesus, to on Monday? I just fucking Beth. forgot that this is just like a Little Cuts <laughs> episode. I'm just like... So on... Monday, uh, for our next episode, which is Halloween proper, we are talking to Jared Rogers, the producer and star of the pseudo-documentary When the Screaming Starts, which is out now, and we are talking about John Carpenter's Halloween. We sure are. It gets spicy, 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 spicy between me and Terry in that episode, so like, get ready. Just a little. It's it's definitely not, it's not the shining levels, but... uh... No, but there's... There's some hurt feelings, but it premieres the it premieres the day after my wedding and two days after Terry and I meet for the first time. Oh boy! Oh boy! So get ready on Twitter for that, everybody. Yes. Um, but listeners, now we got it right. Am I right now? <laughs> yeah, Did I we're good now. Okay, cool. I don't think so. <laughs> It's not like I've been hosting this podcast for three years. <laughs> three years. <laughs> uh, so, listeners, you've heard from us. We want to hear from you. What is your perfect Halloween movie marathon? What are some of your favorite Halloween and October traditions? Let us know. Uh, you can send us an email at scarredforlifepodcast at gmail.com, or you can let us know on Twitter. I am at MB McAndrews. And I'm a gaily dreadful. And of course, don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Scarred Podcast. And please don't forget to review, rate, and subscribe, and join us on Patreon, where you will see Mary Beth flicking her tongue out the screen like a lizard just now. <laughs> <laughs>
you're just like just like with RuPaul's Drag Race and Untucked. If you're not list, if you're not watching Little Cuts, you're only getting half the story. Sorry. Thank you to Eric Power for our artwork. Thank you to Sean Keller for our music. Thank you everyone for listening. Please stay safe out there. Most importantly, and have a great Halloween. And oh, and as always, until next time. Words are hard. <laughs> Jonathan Long. Long. Jonathan Long. (laughs) (laughs) Won't somebody please think of the children? powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What is The Briefing Room? It's a behind-the-scenes look at how the criminal justice system works and the lives of the people within that system. If you love true crime, well, these are the real people who do the job every day of making sure justice is served. Hi, I'm Detective Dave. I'm Detective Dan. Together, we have decades of experience in local law enforcement, a profession that we think is often misunderstood. So we're going to explore how to do it right, and we won't shy away from when it's done wrong. These are stories you'll hear nowhere else. Unique, frank, and unvarnished. From the team that brought you Small Town Dicks, this is The Briefing Room. Episode 1 drops on August 30th. We'll meet you in The Briefing Room. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.